Hey, God bless you. It's Apostle Anthony Wilson. Uh, happy Monday to you. Glad to hear from you and uh, glad to be talking to you again. We had a powerful weekend, uh, football, family, fun, all types of things. Uh, I pray that you had a great weekend and I want you to get your week started off right. Now, that music you heard is from Kanye West's new album, Jesus is King. That was a live uh, recording, New Birth. Um, church in Atlanta, Georgia. Now, this is amazing what Kanye is doing. This music uh, project is being launched and a lot of people are enjoying it. I mean, I guess if Snoop Dogg can do it, Kanye can do it. The difference is Kanye is professing that his life has changed and he's given his life to Christ and that he's going to live for Christ. He's no longer doing secular music at all is what uh, we're hearing on Twitter. Uh, We're hearing um, in the news lately, uh, credits Chance the Rapper with uh, helping him to turn his life around and give his life to Christ, which is amazing. Uh, And and I want to know what you guys think of these famous people, uh, Justin Bieber, Kanye West, um, Denzel Washington, a a devout believer. Uh, What do you think about famous people that are serving the Lord. Um, and a lot of them are very generous. Uh, a lot of them are very giving people. Um, they want to bless their communities. They're giving millions of dollars away to help community. Uh, what do you think about these people? And do you believe that it's genuine? Because sometimes people are skeptical, especially a person like Kanye West, who's had a spotted past. Uh, and uh, from what articles are saying, Yeezy is gone. And his devotion is to Jesus, no longer uh, Yeezy and the gospel of Yeezy, but it's the gospel of Jesus Christ. Uh, So that's exciting. The music is great. Uh, Give me your feedback. Tell me what you think about that. Those of you that are in the D.C. area, those are East Coast, whether you're D.C., Virginia, Maryland, even down to the Carolinas, uh, something spectacular is happening in that area of the world. Uh, there's a ministry doing phenomenal work of feeding the homeless, getting people off the street. You know, that's near and dear to my heart here at Love Thy Neighbor. That is a passion of mine. Um, That's why I love uh, the people who are partnering with us because they know that we're going to go out and we're going to be a blessing uh, to people uh, because there are people out there hurting. There are people out there that are in need and the people who give, um, The Bible says that what you do to the least of these, you do unto me. The Bible says to love your neighbor as you love yourself. And so uh, this particular story is near and dear to my heart. And so I'm going to cut to uh, a clip so you can hear about what's going on in the D.C. area. Beneath the shadows of D.C.'s treasured monuments, passersby see a striking contrast a world of homelessness. On any given night here in D.C., about 6,000 people are in need of a place to sleep. That puts about 600 on the street and thousands more in shelters across the city. At Central Union Mission, 170 find rest. 
not only for their bodies, but for their souls as well. The gospel's faithfully presented here every day, not only in the shelter, but at a family ministry center. And the cause of Christ is meeting the needs of the homeless and hurting in the city. The staff here give the homeless more than just a meal and a bed. They provide folks with hope and help for transitioning out of their situation. A cognitive programming for those that have addictions issues. We also have education and workforce development opportunities. According to the Department of Housing and Urban Development, veterans are among those nationwide who experience homelessness at higher rates. The team here says caring for our nation's veterans is in their history. You know, what's significant is that the mission was founded 135 years ago, and its principal purpose at that time was to serve the homeless veterans after the Civil War. So one of the things that we have here is a veteran suite. Um, where we have it decked out for the veterans and try to afford them a sense of dignity while living in a shelter. And then there's the food. Breaking bread with someone, just having a meal with someone breaks down a lot of barriers. Right? In the kitchen, Union Mission chefs led by Chef Mo work hard to provide healthy meals three times a day because here serving is about more than just food. Executive chef Rock Harper, a winner of Hell's Kitchen on Fox, says each time he helps in this kitchen, it's like winning all over again. Bigger than the food, we're, 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 we're acknowledging people. We're saying, I see you, I want to be here for you. Um, and if you're aware of that connection, I think it makes you a better chef. And, I'm definitely and some of the country's best chefs come together each year for Heart and Soul, a mission-sponsored event raising money for one million meals. From the kitchen to the boardroom, the team here says they follow a central goal. Do all in the name of the Lord. You can give people a bed, you can give them a shower, food, clothing, but when you give them the hope of Jesus Christ, that can turn a life around. Because they say in the end, it's the food for the soul that matters most. Yes, uh, homelessness is near and dear to our heart. So that segment was very, very powerful and very, very meaningful to uh, us that love thy neighbor. Um, With winter coming, um, as you are giving and supporting us, we have a lot of projects that we have coming up that we want to dive into. Uh, We know we want to get hats and gloves for those that are out there um, that are in the cold. Uh, These winters in Colorado are cold. As a matter of fact, just saw that in the uh, northern Rockies, uh, there is a storm, a winter storm already brewing uh, up north in the Montana area. And those are and they're already getting hit, uh, actually heading uh, towards South Dakota, that area this coming weekend for a football game. Hopefully it's not bad out there. But uh, come wintertime, uh, we want to be a blessing uh, to those that are out in the cold. Um, the Lord placed on my heart to have some Starbucks mornings where we take gift cards and we take homeless people into Starbucks and get them something hot to drink. And so think about those things as you are uh, deciding whether you want to support and contribute. Uh, those of you that are giving 99 cent upgrade to 499, those that are 499 upgrade to 999, um, $10 can go a long way with a ministry like ours because we're boots on the ground. Uh, trying to make a difference and an impact in the community, uh, trying to get ourselves ready uh, for the things coming up this winter. There's a lot of things that we want to do and take over another gas station. 
uh, free gas. And so people that are contributing know that love thy neighbor is going to be out loving their neighbor. Um, just a little housekeeping. Uh, please, please, please uh, check out uh, Meet the Bratchers. Uh, they've got a new episode that they're getting ready to post on their YouTube channel uh, coming up today at four o'clock. Uh, make sure that you you recognize that they are doing great things in the community, uh, great things in their neck of the woods there in North Carolina, Fayetteville. Uh, good friends of ours out there uh, just celebrated their fifth uh, pastoral anniversary. Congratulations to them and the whole family uh, doing great things. Check out Meet the Bratchers on YouTube, uh, TC, Totally Committed Lifestyle, uh, Anthony Robinson. Uh, we're going to have him on the show today. Uh, check out his episodes on Church Hurt. Oh, man, he's uh, really diving into some heavy, heavy issues uh, with church hurt. It's a real thing. It's a thing that people are going through, um, but there's healing from it. There's forgiveness. There's a chance to rebound and um, reconnect. And that's what uh, the body of Christ should be looking to do is reconnect those people who have fallen away and bringing them back. Uh, don't forget Willie G. Berry is single. The word uh, is out there iTunes, check it out on Spotify. Uh, just click on it, listen to it. Willie G. Berry, uh, check him out. He's doing great things. Shout out to uh, Buckshot Fitness and Aaron Beasley. Uh, his fighter won a split decision this weekend. Um, awesome job uh, training. And I'm telling you, man, if you want to get in shape, give him a holler at Buckshot Fitness. Check it, uh, look it, look him up on Facebook. Uh, Instagram, he's on there, or uh, you can find him on We the Beasleys. They have their own page, uh, Powerful Family. Uh, don't forget Fatherhood Fridays. Charmer Williams is getting ready to kick off his second season. Good friend of mine. Uh, reach out to him as we get ready to get into this particular segment. Uh, just want to say to you guys, I appreciate you. Love you guys. Thank you guys for supporting. Uh, we need all the help that we can get to do the ministry that we're trying to uh, do here and accomplish the goals that we're trying to accomplish. Uh, check out my books on amazon.com or barnesandnobles.com. Uh, there's a, a good list of them. No man left behind for you fellas uh, check it out more than a conqueror. Uh, check that one out. Um, learning to lead the leadership manual that I use here at our church. Uh, the three eyes to your success grab that book. Um, definitely a strong book for insight, uh, instruction and inspiration. Uh, check all of those books out on uh, barnesandnobles.com or amazon.com. Uh, pray that you pick it up and you be blessed by it. Uh, so let's uh, take a quick break and we're going to get into this week's uh, edition of Love Thy Neighbor with our guest uh, Anthony Robinson from Totally Committed Lifestyle. God bless you. Pray that you enjoy the show. Hey, God bless you. Happy Monday to you. It's Apostle Anthony Wilson with Love Thy Neighbor. Oh man, I hope you had an awesome, awesome weekend. I hope you enjoy uh, some of the positive news that we put out there. I'm praying that uh, I get your feedback. Uh, message me, 
write, uh, message me on Messenger or email me at lovethyneighbor at yahoo.com or click right on here. It'll allow you to leave a voicemail. I would love to hear from you and I would love to play that on air. And for those of you, uh, the, uh, the option is still out there. I'm trying to get more people on a roster uh, that I can interview, that I can bring you on the show. Uh, for certain topics. I have tons and tons and tons of material to talk about, and I would just love to get you involved uh, if that's something that you would like to do. Um, If you have a business and you want to sponsor me, I want to put your business out there. I want to put your ministry out there. I want to put out there what you're doing. I've got a lot of great people around me that are doing great, great work in the kingdom of God. Um, And we just want to build those people up and get get their message out there also. Uh, this week, uh, we're picking it up where we have left off. Uh, on last week, we talked about training like an athlete. We talked with uh, my good friend, Aaron uh, Buckshot Beasley. Uh, shout out to him. Uh, please reach out to him. Uh, you need a training session. Uh, he'll, he'll do you right. He'll, make you, he'll, he'll whoop you real good into shape. Uh, so definitely shout out to him. Uh, but this week, uh, we are going to dive into a very deep subject about living like a soldier. So many people live their life as a civilian. They really don't understand what it looks like to uh, deny themselves and go after God with everything and just be obedient to God um, to a place where it means that your life changes. You put some things down, you pick other things up, you separate from certain things, but you're pushing because your goal is to please God. Uh, the Bible says uh, in Second uh, Timothy chapter 2 that we are to uh, serve God as a good soldier. Um, and a soldier doesn't entangle himself in the cares of this life, but focuses on pleasing the one who enlisted him. And so this week, got a great friend of mine. Uh, he's a pastor in training, an elder at our church. Um, uh, he's done dance. He's uh, uh, doing music now, and I'll, I'll let him tell you about some of those things. Um, but he's got a great channel uh, on YouTube and Facebook. He's building a platform to encourage people, to build them up, to strengthen them, uh, just to inspire people to really live for Christ. Uh, this is my good friend. Uh, Anthony Robinson with Totally Committed Lifestyle. How you doing, man? Man, I'm doing good. I'm so glad to be here, man. I'm so excited about being here today, man. Yeah, man. Uh, we, we've done a couple of episodes together before. Uh, I've been on your um, your platform, your show, and you've been on with me. Um, and if you missed that one, go back and check out uh, Building and Planting Through Discipleship. Uh, that was one that we did some months ago. Please go back and check out the previous episodes. So, man, first off, let's talk a little bit about who you are and, and how did how did we meet? How did how did we meet? And and, and who you are? Who are you? <laughs> well, as you know, I'm um, they have totally committed lifestyles, and how we met. <laughs> It's like, I think we're like nine years. Listen to Aaron. He's like 10. So I came right after Aaron because Aaron's the one who brought me to his church. Um, I was in a, I was in a, kind of like a dark spot. I was just really trying to figure out who God was. I grew up in the church kind of started, I say when I was 14. And I was just kind of like, God, who are you? I'm in college now, second year in the college. And I'm like, why do we do what we do? 
and is it worth it? And this was in a dark place. And I just remember Aaron saying, hey, this dude I met is incredible. You got to go to his church. Really good with discipleship. Really good. And I think this is what you're looking for. So I was like, all right, I'll try him. And I think um, I came and you weren't there the first time, but I met your wife, <laughs> incredible prophet. And I met um, JB, Jonathan Bratcher. And then I think I got your number and we linked up later on. And from there, it's just been history. Disciple me, as you guys heard the last episode. And it was just, you know, from there, that's where we're at. So what I do with my platform with Totally Committed Lifestyles is I really encourage people to live a lifestyle of Jesus Christ and really bringing healing to the church. Because we've been through some things, y'all, as a church. We're still going through. The culture is changing, and they're kind of making us look kind of like the bad guys. And I think there needs to be a little bit of clarity and healing. So what I'm trying to do is to kind of bridge a gap between both sides to show people that we're not bigots, we're not haters, but at the same time give understanding to those who do not believe and understand us so that way they might know and come to know Christ himself. Now, uh, you're, you're, you're not just a minister, you're not just a pastor, you're not just a good guy. You're a husband. Yes. What, what, is, what does that look like, being a husband and how long you've been married? Oh, man, I can't believe I've been married for five years. Wow. <laughs> like that. Can't believe I'm actually saying that. Yeah, five years. My wife's incredible. Aria Robinson, I love her. I mean, if you go to my church, I'm always bragging about her. Sometimes I gotta use a little self-control. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't care how successful I am in ministry. Nothing comes before my marriage except God, of course. But nothing comes before that because if I fail in that area, then I feel like I didn't fail everywhere else. Amen. Amen. I, I, I don't ever like to forget the wives. You know, my wife, Taya Wilson, um, without her, you can't really accomplish the great things. You got to have that Proverbs 31 woman in your corner holding Absolutely. it down, making sure that you're freed up to be able to do the things that you um, believe that God has called you to do. Um, so today we're talking about living like a soldier. Um one of the quotes from my book that always rings out to me, and you say, well, your own quote rings out to you? Yeah, because the Holy Spirit allowed me to write that book. I didn't just write it off the top of my head. I prayed, and, and the Lord spoke to me and spoke through me. And one of the things that I remember that really comes out heavy to me when I think about uh, a soldier is that Paul was trying to prepare Timothy to live for God and, and live his life um without worry of the things that were trapping him in this world, but he wanted him to really suffer with class. And so if I was to say that to you, what does it look like to suffer with class? Man, a couple of things rings to my head, man. I, I think a lot of people think kind of faking it till you're making it. Uh, I don't think it's that. I think the way you go through, I think um, soldiers, when I think about soldiers, they don't, they don't complain. Mm. You Come know, on. When, you're, when you're going through something, the way you go through it matters, you know, so, you know, if you're, if you're constantly complaining, people are watching that, and it kind of makes them complain, you know, but a soldier, man, they just, they just, they just take it, you know, they're, 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 they're constantly always in battle, and so that's how I think that would look like, is to suffer with grace, is that you're going through, but it, it almost does look like it's not affecting you, you know, because the way you're managing, the way you're not letting it get in your personal box, your heart. So, and that reminds me, I was listening to a song this weekend as we were driving down to Pueblo for my, my son's football game. Um, Hezekiah Walker's I'm Sold Out. Mm. My mind is made up. I was like, man, that is a classic. Right. I was like, man, I'm sold out. We drive, me and my wife started singing. 
sold out <laughs> my mind. <laughs> you know, we were having a great time <clears throat> driving and listening to that song. And uh, to be a soldier, you do have to have a made up mind. Yes. Because it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't mean that things aren't going to come at you. Things are going to come at you. Life is going to come at you from all different directions. And uh, one of the things that you have to have is a made up mind. And so when it comes down to really pursuing the things of God, there are a lot of distractions. There are a lot of questions. There are a lot of things that happen that you're wondering, uh, how do you stay focused on God in a world that is sending so many messages about self, about riches, about, you know, come after this, put your name, promote your name. How do you stay focused on pleasing God and not pleasing self? Man, that's such a loaded question. So I'm trying to break it down in two things if I can. I think the first one is you, you got to be planting your word because even the manipulation of the word of God today is, is crazy. There's actually scriptures that people are bending to make it serve your own self agenda. So I think you have to be planted in the word. Anything you listen to, you have to compare it side by side with the word. So that way you're anchored and you're not going astray because it's so it's so easy. It's, it's all around you. I mean, social media, any social media platform is literally begging you to be selfish. And you gotta be careful. The second thing is accountability. I, I live by this and that's how we talked about last time. Have someone in your corner that can check your motive, that can ask you why. And this man that I'm sitting across from, me, I'm always going to him like, okay, this is what I'm thinking. And he's very good saying, well, what's the why? Because that keeps you honest. And, you know, not to give you a three, I want to say it's okay to struggle if you do have a struggle with it. Because that's human. You, If, you, if you're not struggling with it, then I'm like, I want to be like you. But truth of the matter is you're going to struggle. And that's okay for you to struggle. But take it to somebody and talk about it. Amen. <clears throat> One of the things that I talk about in the book is that soldiers have the ability to look strong and tough on the outside. But on the inside, a lot of times they're struggling um, because they're dealing with such great pressure. Uh, and so there's pressure coming from all different directions. I think about, you know, soldiers that are out in the field and bullets are flying. You know, bodies are dropping. Right. Um, bombs are going off. And in a spiritual sense, that's what's happening in our lives day to day is bullets are flying. Bombs are dropping. Uh, 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 and bodies are dropping. Uh, people are falling away from the faith, left and right. Um, there are controversies and, and, and all kinds of, you know, uh, conspiracies going on. And then you're under attack, you know, uh, from inside and out. Your flesh is acting up and the devil is tempting you. And, and so you're actually in a war. You're actually in a, in a battle. So how do you keep from getting caught up in the bombs dropping, the bodies dropping, and the bullets flying coming at you. I mean, not to be so <laughs> churchy, I would say, but you gotta keep your eyes on God. I think I, I would call David a thousand at your left, a thousand at your right, but his focus was God. So you, your focus has to be God. And that doesn't make you selfish, it just keeps you focused because here's the thing if you're, if you're a good soldier, yeah, you, you are going to care for your comrades. 
but at the same time, you're not going to get entangled. That's the thing with that scripture. It says not to be entangled. Mm-hmm. Don't get entangled with the bombings. Don't get entangled with the, the rumors. Let's bring it to current today, century. Don't get entangled with the gossip oh, that's on. going on the, today, the different rumors going on with different Christian artists. Don't get entangled with that stuff. Your responsibility is to care for your brother and serve your God. So you got to keep focused. There's going to be things that say, well, get off focus. No, I got to stay focused. Those things are distractions. Those loud noises. Oh, man, I'm preaching on this. Those loud noises are just distractions to make you stop. And I, if I was to talk to a soldier, I'm pretty sure that a bomb or a gunshot doesn't stop them in the tracks. In fact, it keeps them moving forward because they, they're trying to survive. They're trying to make it. For us, we're trying to thrive. So stay focused. Amen. Um, one of the things that I think about when I think about a soldier is a soldier doesn't just look out for his own interests. Right. But he looks for the interest, looks out for the interests of those that are around him. Um, when you're in a battle and someone around you uh, is wounded, um, it, it's our responsibility yes. uh, to help them survive. We don't want no man left behind. Shameless plug to my, my, my book, No Man Left Behind. Get it on Amazon.com or Barnes and Nobles. Anyway, uh, let's get back. You know, um, you don't want to leave anybody behind. Uh, so talk to me about, you know, walking this walk and stopping and taking time to pick somebody up who has fallen. Man, I think to me, it's still the most heartbreaking thing is that how today, not to bash the church large, but how quick we are to just move past a brother who's wounded or a sister who's wounded. For me, I think that defeats the purpose of what we're about. So when I see someone hurting, I stop. Matter of fact, before I even came into this um, interview, God called. I Uber, I'm always focused. But I get back to that call and that person like I'm going through. And I'm like, okay, well, I got, I, I'm going to make time for you. Because like I said, what is it proper for me for, for me to be successful? And everyone that's around me is suffering and, and going through. That's not success. True success is when I help my brother out of the, 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 the dish they're in, out of the, the situation they're in, and they, they rise out of it. That's true victory. The Bible tells us to do that. I mean, man, do you not know that it even says in the first John 5 that when we pray for our brother, man, God hears us and he'll restore. And so that's the heart for me. I think that has to be your focus. You just can't leave people out there to die. And we got to get better at that as a as body. Amen. Uh, Galatians chapter 6 and verse 1 says, uh, if you that are spiritual, restore, you know, restore such a one. Right, right. You know, if any man's overtaken in a fault, you that are spiritual, restore such a one, uh, considering yourself, you know, knowing that this could be you. Right. Um, this could be you next week. You might need somebody to carry you, you know, because you're wounded. You're you're beat up. You're, you're blown up. You're, you know, you're going through. And I, I think being a soldier so often, uh, there are battle scars. Yes. There are battle scars. And so how do you deal with the, the battle scars? How do you keep pressing forward uh, through the battle scars? Um, I think once more... I have to bring it back to build accountability. If you hurt, talk to someone about it. I know we have this um, stigmatization of leaders that are just supposed to be strong all the time. No, we get hurt, and it's okay to be hurt. No, 
now it's not okay to stay hurt. You, you gotta get some treatment, you know, because what's it profits you to be bleeding out, <laughs> going somewhere, and then you're almost at the at the at the end of destination. You just drop because you, now all your blood is gone, and it doesn't make sense. No, stop. Treat yourself. Talk to someone. Get help. You know, let let all those uh, walls of pride and and let someone in and talk to you. I love this good saying. I think that was in, I think it was you that says it. You don't have to let everyone know your business, but you have to let somebody know. So I think that's what that will come out. Yeah, and I, and I think having a, a direct connection with God. Uh, nowadays, people don't fast and pray no more. The, the Bible says that they're this kind only comes out, but through fasting and praying. And I think when you have battle scars, when you have been wounded in battle. Um, a lot of times uh, we have to take some time and really go into a place of fasting yes. and praying and asking for the power of God to heal us, um, as well as getting wise counsel and getting people to encourage us and speak into our life. The Bible says that um, we are to confess our faults one to another. Yes. Pray for one another uh, that we may be healed because yes. the fervent, effectual prayer of a righteous man has yes. much yes. power. And yes. so I, I definitely believe in Having people around you that can get a prayer through, having people around you that have wisdom yes. um, and, and, and being able to strengthen you and encourage you. Um, there's something else that just occurred to me uh, when we talk about being a soldier. Um, soldiers uh, are trained. Soldiers are trained. Um, there's so many Christians that are untrained. Um, they go to church, but they're untrained. Um, they fellowship, but they're untrained. Uh, so often, uh, when it comes down to being in a long, sustained Bible study or taking a class or uh, being trained uh, in a certain fivefold ministry uh, or, or, or things like that, a lot of people are doing stuff, but they're not trained. And so they're learning on the job. Um, speak to the training, the, the need for people to be trained up uh, before they just jump out and start doing ministry. Dude, training brings about accuracy. You see, people can be good at something, but the training behind it shows you how good you are. Because people are naturally gifted. I think that's the thing about this culture. You've got naturally gifted, anointed people, but not trained. And Imagine if they just got training. How precise their arrows would be towards the enemy and his kingdom. You see, the delusion, the lie is from the enemy is that you don't need to be trained because you're so greatly anointed. You know, and, and, it's, and, and, and I'm not trying to dismiss people who are saying be led by the spirit. Yes, definitely be led by the spirit, but that seems to be like that weird cop out today that, well, we just let the spirit flow. Well, my belief is when you have good teaching, we have good doctrine. The spirit now flows because it has no cisterns stopping it. So teaching keeps you from being plugged up. It keeps the Holy Spirit constantly flowing. Instead of hand points, that's why people sometimes get blockage. They're like, why am I hand blockage? Because there's a place where God's trying to teach you. And you have to submit yourself to that place. Amen. The Bible says uh, that Jesus gave the word to the disciples. He said, go therefore. And make disciples of all nations, right. uh, teaching them hmm. to observe everything 
that I taught you. Um, it's it's important that somebody is teaching you. Uh, so often we just find ourselves just flying by the seat of our pants yeah. and, and just doing stuff, and you're hitting, like you said, walls and you're running into problems and issues. Whereas if you had somebody who could, uh, Luke chapter six, verse 40 says, one who is perfectly trained will be just like their teacher, that that there's certain things that you got to grasp from somebody training you. Uh, Man, could you imagine our armed forces going out, just anybody who can shoot a gun, come on, we're going to go take on an enemy. No training, no strategy. You know, mm. no boot camp. You know, you're not in shape. You just got off the couch and you're ready to go and shoot a gun. Uh, doesn't make sense. It, it does. I mean, this actually just think about that. That's dangerous. <laughs> it's dangerous. <laughs> you know, I mean, before you pick up a gun, they, they, they suggest you go through some type of training. And, and we got to think about that spiritually, like how dangerous that looks. There's so many people messed up and jacked up. Because someone said, well, I'm passionate about this. And I'm just going to do it. Mm. And people believe them. And now they're they're hurting. I mean, our armed forces, were, if that was happening to us, I think there would be no America. I mean, think about this. You know, the word of God. People are mishandling the word of God because they won't get trained. Right. You know, Paul told Timothy, he said, be diligent mm. to show yourself approved. A workman that need not be ashamed, rightly dividing yes. the word of truth. In other words, he said, put in your effort to learn this. In another place, First uh, Timothy chapter 4, and I believe it's verse 13, he says, give yourself over to reading the word, mm. doctrine, you know, and study it till I come. You know, stay in there and study the word so that you know and you understand what it is that you believe. He told Titus, he said, Titus, you speak what is sound doctrine. In other words, that the the training piece is understanding that the word is just like a gun. If you don't have proper training, you may be wounding people with the word of God instead of healing people with the word of God. It's crazy because we're, we're so fascinated with the stories of watching people train, you know, watch movies. Everyone loves that part when the hero, you know, gets whooped, but then he goes through some extensive training. Yeah. <laughs> to, 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 you know, hone his craft to defeat the enemy. It's like we see that somehow walk away from the couch saying, well, I want to fast forward. <laughs> right, I, right. I, I, I just want to beat that. No, you got to train. You got to. Like like you just mentioned those scriptures, you got you gotta read those things. You got you got like rest in them and and send them day in and day out. Psalms one, you know that you that you might be able to flow and to be able to defy what is good and evil. And that's the scary part is you just got a lot of impatient soldiers. And soldiers have to be patient. They have to be disciplined. They're not just rushing about. There's like calculations. There's plans. You should be mean with someone that's teaching you. On how to use the gifts that you have. So, uh, and I don't want to take too much time, but I think this topic is good. So, when it comes down to being a soldier, the part that people really struggle with in Titus chapter two, uh, Titus, uh, no, Second Timothy two. Sorry, Second Timothy two, uh, chapter two, and verse one. Paul says to Timothy that. 
I need you to take what you learned from me and find capable men and teach it to them. And there's this idea that there's order in the kingdom of God. You know, the Bible goes back and says to, um, for us to obey those who are in leadership over us and not be grievous to them because that wouldn't be good for us. One of the things that we notice in the kingdom of God is that we have a lot of rogue, vigilante um, saints that will not submit to any type of authority. As as a matter of fact, like, oh, my only authority is God. But if God placed the person in authority, the Bible says he gave some to be apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers to equip the saints to do ministry for the building up of the body until we all come into the maturity uh, to the fullness of Christ uh, to be mature so that we're not tossed to and fro by every wind of doctrine. Talk to me a little bit about what it what it looks like to be under authority and then to be that person who becomes an authority in somebody's life and how you see that transition. So first off, ability has to be the starter. The reason why there's a lot of role people and it's not the two daggers, but it's pride. Mm. Pride at the end of the day. So step one, humble yourself. If you feel like you're called to do something, great. You know, but submit yourself to a church. That's that's the second step. Find someone in the church. I hope it is a pastor. I hope it's someone in five full ministry in the church that you can submit to. Sit on them for a while. Before I became a deacon here at Share, Share Foundation, I was being a disciple for a whole year. And I was actually pushed into being a deacon because I, I was like, I don't know if I want to be that. <laughs> I'll be honest with you guys. But I was pushed into it because someone said, you, you, you've been found work. Your peers are saying, so that would be three. It's that your peers, what are your peers saying? Because they, they see that line of discipline. They see you being um, humble and being submissive to leadership. And that's a good example to them. So now they're saying, yeah, we, we want someone like that because we will inspire to be like that. And of course, the last thing is now when you become that leader, you got to find somebody to do the same thing. If you see somebody and they got good potential. Don't, don't be ashamed or afraid to take them under, underneath your wing because they need your help. And I think that's the part that's maybe sad about these bold people is I'm asking one of the people who are willing to step up and say, hey, you know what? I want to take you underneath my wing and teach you something. And like I said, it's a two-way street. There has to be humility. But that's that's how that process should look in my opinion. That's how it went for me. Someone took me underneath their wing after I humbled myself. I grew under that person. That person pushed me out, and then I did the same process. I repeated with someone else that I taught. What would you say to that individual that says, Well, I, you know, my leaders oppress me, they control me? You know, that uh, some people talk about the difference between covering and controlling, that there's a, there's a difference between being covered, you know, by a leader and being controlled by a leader. So, what's the difference between? being covered by a leader and controlled by a leader. Any leader who loves you is going to cover you. They're always going to put your interests above them. And that's how you know you're in the right place. Control is just control. 
they, they, they want to control you because they're possibly afraid that you might um, rank them. And that's not good leadership. Just being honest, not trying to, you know, condemn anybody. That's not good leadership. And so, yeah, they're, they're, I grew up in environments like that where people didn't want to train me for whatever reason because their thought was just going to get bigger than them. And it's all fear tactics. And so I would tell the individual, first off, pray. Examine some more and make sure that's what you're seeing. And sometimes our emotions can make us feel like that's what's happening. If that is happening, that's your reality, then you might want to pray for a different place to go to because you want to find people who are going to invest in you above themselves. And that's how you know you find good leadership. Amen. Well, this has been good. I know we can keep going on and on and on and on. Um, so last but not least, uh, if there was something that you could say um, to an individual, um, anybody who is, they, they fall away from the church, uh, they're discouraged. Uh, as a matter of fact, they feel like I may never go back to church. I'm, I'm going to love God. You know, I'm never going to lose that, but I'm not going to be uh, a part of a church uh, anymore. What would you say to that individual? This is a long one, and I hope I don't come out judgmental. I would first off say, please give it one more try. Please give it one more try, because we are so much stronger together. And I know the illusion is, I can just do this by myself, because you're hurting. Give it one more try. Pray, seek, seek someone. If you're still in a relationship with God, I think it's going to be really impossible for you to avoid people because God's always pushing you towards people. And the Bible is clear that it's impossible to hate your brother who you can see and love God who you can't see. I'm sorry, I have to be really honest. That's, that's impossible. So please give it one more try. You know, find someone you can trust. Not, not everyone is bad. The illusion is. Every person is bad that might have wronged you. That's not the case. There's some good people. I found some good people. And that's why I'm here today on this platform. Amen. Amen. Well, I really enjoyed this time. Um, once again, uh, how can people get a hold of you and how can they follow you? So um, I'll start with Facebook first. Facebook is um, Primus TC Lifestyles. Um, if you have a hard time finding a search engine, it's this TC Life 30. Sometimes it might be a little bit hard on a Facebook engine because it's sensitive to um, words. Um, second way is YouTube, um, T dot C, both uppercase dot lifestyles, and the L is um, capitalized as well. Um, last and final way is, of course, Instagram, which is totally underscore life. Oops, my bad, I messed up. Totally underscore committed underscore life. Oh, yeah, that's a tongue twister. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm on all three of those platforms all the time. Feel free to message me. I would love to hear from you. Amen. Well, we've, we've had a, an awesome time. Um, I pray that uh, people are blessed. Um, I don't like to end my episodes without praying for the people. Uh, and so um, we're going to go to the throne and we're just going to bless the people. So, Father, we just thank you for each and every person that will hear this broadcast that is listening that I pray God that you would give them the focus uh, to be able to live for you 
and not be entangled with the things of this life, but they would focus in on how they may please you. I pray that they would walk up right before you. I pray that if they have fallen away, uh, that Lord, you would call them back, that this would be a vehicle in which you reach out to them. God, I know that you're speaking to people in various ways. And Lord, let this broadcast be one of the ways that you reach out to your people. I pray that you would just bless them, bring them into deeper relationship with you. In Jesus name, amen and amen. I really, really appreciate all you that are listening. Appreciate Anthony Robinson from Totally Committed Lifestyle uh, coming on and joining us. Uh, make sure uh, that you guys reach out to me, message me uh, on uh, anchor.fm uh, slash Anthony Wilson, anchor.fm slash Anthony Wilson. That's the link to support. Uh, you can support us. Uh, we're trying to grow uh, this particular channel, um, trying to get it to other platforms. There's other podcast platforms that I can grow to just by building up my listeners and my support. Uh, and if you really uh, believe that this material is good, this is good content and that you want other people to hear it, jump on board, support, email me at love thy neighbor at yahoo.com, just the way it's spelled on the channel. Uh, I spell mine a little bit differently, L-O-V-E-T-H-Y-N-A-Y-B-O-R at yahoo.com. Um, you can tweet me on, on Twitter, Anthony, uh, Anthony at pay attention, and then love thy neighbor uh, at yahoo.com on Instagram. And so uh, it's been a pleasure. Uh, we want to continue to bring more great content to you. Uh, God bless you all. And I hear want to hear from you soon.